Hi guys, and welcome to the Box Office Club, your hub for all things movie news, reviews, numbers, and updates. We're your host, I'm Kate. And I'm Emily, and today we will be giving our straight-from-the-seat review on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. For those just tuning into us and don't know how our reviews work, it's basically this. Kate and I go to see the newest movies at the theater together. And during this, we say nothing to each other. We see the movie, exit the theater, give a nod to each other, and then we come straight back to the studio to say for the first time out loud our thoughts on the movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is the 32nd installment of the Marvel franchise and the third of the Ant-Man movies. Previous movies in this franchise have made a combined $396.9 million domestically, and with around an estimated $200 million budget, Marvel is hoping for a strong three-digit opening on this holiday weekend. The newest installment takes place after the events of Loki, and really is the kickoff for Phase 5. So, let's talk about it. Alright, um, I was uh, pretty excited to get to this one because I had a lot to catch up on <laughs> and sure did. due to my illness, <laughs> I was able to, um, what I remember of that, we'll see that's to come, but I did make it through. I did watch it all. Um, so I was pretty excited for this. Um, I'm always excited for Paul Rudd. Yes. He was amazing. Literally. I have this giant note. <laughs> I love Paul Rudd. I <laughs> put. So at some point, I, I don't think that this is going to be a spoiler, but at some point they got the number of Paul Rudds we need in the world correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, he's always fantastic. So he is. always good. How was getting, how was that catch up like? Cause you had to watch WandaVision, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch the What If okay. series, um, and I think those are the three that really pertained yeah, to it. Yeah, I think those were the three. I was like, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta get to those ones at least, because you'd already seen Loki. No Way, No Loki, and No Way Home. Yes, because you skipped your rebinge for I, those two. I had to for No Way Home. Um, and then, and then a friend of us, a friend of ours, said you really have to go watch Loki, and then that's kind of what sparked me going back into watching oh. all of Marvel. So. Um, cause Loki was just so good. And, uh, so the, the watching of all of those in, in the short amount of time, um, it's, I don't know the effects of how that's going to be long-term because watching anything that quickly, mm-hmm. but I think I was able to see a lot of the connections and stuff. And it wasn't like, oh, the season of WandaVision came out uh what three months before Doctor Strange like then there was that gap in there or anything like that so I think that kind of helped with oh like any callbacks that there were got you so did it make you more excited for this movie knowing with all the multiversal yes shenang I was (laughs) trying to think of the word for it shenanigans is that yeah I guess shenanigans is a good word I don't think that's the one I was looking for we'll we'll take it (laughs) Um, yeah, I think so. I think it, it helped, um, with all of the multiverse stuff that's going on because they talk about, um, like the incursions and stuff. So it's not like, wait, what was that word again? Like what, what do incursions mean? Mm -hmm. It was very fresh because it was yesterday. So (laughs) it was, it was yesterday. Nice. Um, for all of that to kind of come together and like solidify my brain with this. So I liked it. I did not, I do not have the time that you have in your life to do all these rewatches. Mm-mm. So literally 30 no minutes before we left for the theater, I was watching uh, like the complete, here's a recap of anything that has to do with Ant-Man mm-hmm. whatsoever. And I was like, yes. So I yes. watched that because I forgot about, I think the whole second movie, I just completely forgot mm-hmm. was like. A thing, yeah. And I watched that last week, oh my <laughs> so gosh. it was very fresh. 
So yeah, um, uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> I that is what I will be doing going forward when I'm done with this rewatch. Never again am I doing a complete rewatch because there's no way. Um, not with thirty two. Not with thirty two. Absolutely. And you not. gave me that number because of your spreadsheet. Is that including the shows? No. So this is just the thirty second movie. I believe it might contain some of the shows. Okay. Um, but it's not including like the um, the Netflix Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones okay. ones. Um, but like it includes like the Disney Plus ones. I believe so. Is it as updated to like She Hulk, Moon Knight? Um, that should be. I think so because it's it's on my list to watch because originally I was like maybe I'll maybe I'll back off a little bit once these movies come out but now I'm like really interested and I want to I want to watch everything and now I want to catch up with everything and then stay caught up with it yes staying like, caught up I am completely caught up on all the movies mm-hmm. TV shows not so much I think we're like three episodes in the Hawkeye mm-hmm. still haven't seen Moon Knight still haven't seen She-Hulk still hasn't seen the Marvels don't come at me I'm trying my best <laughs> it's really hard when you take time in between and there was a time, like a couple of years there, where they just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, because COVID, they're like, here's all these shows. Yeah, yeah. have fun, and you're like, ah. but, but then, but then everyone was coming out with shows, mm-hmm. so you were watching things that weren't Marvel to like get away from Marvel a little bit because mm-hmm. they were giving so much. So then, like, I think like Bridgerton came out, and everyone consumed that, in a and week. I still couldn't because Matthew, Matthew, let her watch it. Um, we're like. Probably three episodes into season one of that, too, before he got bored and was like, I want to watch something else, but you can't watch it without me. Oh, no. You guys got to watch that. But I don't know when when you're going to be able to get that. Whenever I find the time. Yeah. Um. So with all of those shows coming out, it's it was I can't remember what made me stop watching Marvel. Um. But it was, I, I can't even remember what movie around it was that I stopped. I feel like it actually might have been Endgame. I feel like a lot of people needed, like, a bur- Endgame was a lot. So It was. I don't know if I told you this or if you knew that, but I did not watch Marvel until three years ago. I think you did tell me that. Because. And I was shocked. Because I didn't like the hype. I wasn't mm-hmm. for it. Yes. I was like, I had seen Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, because mm-hmm. I saw a raccoon in the trailer, and I was like, I'll go watch <laughs> it. I probably didn't even know it was related to Marvel. I was mm-hmm. just like, this looks cute. There's a raccoon. Mm-hmm. I'd seen the Hulk, because who hasn't seen the Hulk? <laughs> and I had seen um, Doctor Strange because I'm in love with Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. So I'd only seen those three movies. Gotcha. Until I became friends with. Some of our friends who were like, I'm not going to associate with you (laughs) until you watch these movies. So she owns all of them on DVD and she has them in uh, timeline order. Of course. And she dropped them off. Oh my gosh. Go to town. Wow. So in like two months, I had seen every movie. Wow. And then I watched Endgame. And I cried like a little bitch. And mm-hmm. I called her and I was like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Why would you do this to me? What in your rotten little brain mm-hmm. thinks that any of this is acceptable? And then Far From Home came out in theaters. Yes. So I had seen that maybe like not even a week after finishing Endgame. Mm-hmm. And when they do the callback to Tony's death. Sp- spoiler? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. At this point. If no. you're watching a Straight from the Seat review about this, then you probably have seen Endgame. Yeah. Um, but I was like, it's too soon. Yeah. It's too soon. That is very soon. Stop. Um, Definitely. And now I'm just, I've been down the rabbit hole ever since. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am still a noob to, to Marvel. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely watched Iron Man when it first, not when it first came out. Because I believe that was 2008. I think maybe it was. Showing my age here. I think it was back when Netflix did the DVDs that they sent to your house. Oh, my God. So we didn't get it because there was such a long wait for it. So we had to wait, I think, at least a couple of months, maybe almost a year 
to get to like see it. So it was either the like the end, like a couple months after it came out, or it was the following year that we watched Iron Man. So I've been I've been watching them since 2008, 2009. So okay, I was trying to think because I I was like, how old was I? I was ten. So <laughs> yeah, probably would have been like prime age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely to like grow up with that. Because I think my brother might have because he's what he's two years he's not two years younger than me. He's <laughs> four. <laughs> so you, you would have been like six maybe so mm, yeah so he's literally grown up with them yeah wow yeah yeah that's so it's so crazy to think about like it's it's been going on since 2008 that they like revamped and now it's like this mcu because like they've obviously had x-men and everything like that so it's it's crazy with all the comic books and now the mcu film tv universe and how they're tr- now they're getting all of that and they're coming out with all of these i can't keep up there's so um, many i the people who like i admire like the people in this industry that it hits like disney plus and then the next day they're like here's my review of the season and i'm like yeah well they probably get they, they get paid to do it so mm. they don't have like real people jobs like i do some of them <laughs> might but real people jobs. like yeah. they don't have the nine to five yeah oh yeah so I, some of them do and the people mm-hmm. that do and that can get it out like that i give so much credit amazing amazing i mean even if i guess this is your full-time job and you don't have another job and your full-time job is this stuff. If you're still watching it in a day and then formulating your thought, like like still props to you because Mm -hmm. I would get distracted. (laughs) I'd pick up a book. I'd go play with my dog and then I'd be like, Oh shit, I have a deadline. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it does help with um, some of them, the episode lengths for those seasons and everything. They're, they're not too long. I think, I think I looked it up because I was like, I'm trying to timeline this um, I think WandaVision, it takes six hours to watch and there's nine episodes, but they're, they vary in length between like 35 minutes and mm-hmm. 40 or 50 minutes. Um, so it took about six hours to watch. I feel like with the time you spend researching this, mm-hmm. you could have watched them all. Oh yeah, probably. But what about my spreadsheet? <laughs> so... Let's get back to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to try my best to make sure that this is as spoiler free mm-hmm. as possible because we're getting it up on the first weekend. You know, not a lot of people are going to see it. They might be listening to see how it is or they might be listening after because they want to hear our spoilers. So if we tread on anything that seems spoilerish, we will give a warning. I'll try and do time codes in the in the description for when we get back off of a spoiler talk if we even go that route we'll see mm-hmm. but off the bat first thing that i wrote down mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. piece of paper was i need scott lang's book <laughs> yes i want to read every goddamn word <laughs> every goddamn God word. word uh yes I need it. I also need the audiobook that Paul Rudd narrates. Narrates. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> like that should absolutely be a real thing. Be a thing. Like MCU just just keep branching out. Like just keep going. I Who's wonder... here to stop you at this point? <laughs> True. I wonder <laughs> if we went to like a Barnes and Noble. Ooh. If it might act like cuz I feel like you have to sell that. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Paul Rudd's face on it. That sells. That's absolutely sells. That's all all you need. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is it. That's amazing. The first thing that I put down, which I don't know if this will be a spoiler, because it has nothing to do with the movie. It's just a cameo. Okay. Did you see Ryan Bergara? Who? From BuzzFeed Unsolved. (gasps) Ryan... Bergara was in the beginning of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I, like, now I need to go get... We need to go back and rewatch it. Um, because See, you know how much I love Shane. You know how much I love both of them and, and BuzzFeed Unsolved. I yeah. fall asleep to it 
all the time. I know. <laughs> and I look up and I go, wait, what? And I put Ryan Bergara, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> I've never heard his last name. I don't know why. I know Shane Maday, <laughs> but I've never heard Ryan's last name. So you're, I'm like, who? Who? <laughs> who? Mm-hmm. I wrote, because I also marked, there's a there's a there's quite a few cameos in this movie. Mm-hmm. But at one point I wrote, oh my God, the guy from The Good Place. Yes, Chidi! I also put down Chidi! <laughs> I, yes, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I love him! Um, I was so excited for that. But yeah, I wrote, that was the third thing that I wrote down. So I wrote Chidi! Exclamation point. <laughs> I'm glad that you remember the name because I did not. I was just like, oh my God, the guy from The Good Place. And then I wrote like what his character is in case I forgot when we mm-hmm. came back to mm-hmm. talk about it or if you didn't know who that was and you're like... Ooh. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, I love The Good Place. That's such a good show. Um, and he was one of the best characters. Uh, everyone was. on that show was amazing. Yeah, but I was so excited. <laughs> That's so fun. Um, but yeah, in the, in the beginning like montage scene when he's out to lunch, and they look over to the to that other couple having lunch, there's Ryan Bergara in all of his BuzzFeed Unsolved glory. <laughs> Wait, I think I know what scene you're talking about, and I think you're wrong. No, I looked it up. Oh, I made sure. <laughs> I was like, and did I? Was I seeing things? Because his I hair was grown out. Wait, in the couple one where they like they're like going to pay. Yeah, I thought that was the the de- detective. He was having lunch with him. Oh, the he couple w- that was going. He to was pay. the other. Co- yes. Okay. Okay. Because yes. I was like, no, ma'am. No, no, no. That is James Wu. Yes. Okay, and I was like, mm. yeah. I was like, no, mm-hmm. you're the- okay. <laughs> the okay. So he was not sitting with Paul Rudd. No. Okay. No, he was like there, like paying for his lunch. Like, oh, okay, that yeah. makes far more. I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, yeah you're they like, do look. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They, I was like, they do look kind of similar, but not <laughs> not that similar. No, no. Um, <laughs> you're just dreaming it into existence. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. A lot of what I wrote is cameo. <laughs> I, right? Actually, no. I think those are my two. Oh, here's like a not cameo. I was really upset to not see Michael Pena in it. Hmm. I was so... Because like that was kind of a staple of the first two movies was when they went to his scenes and he's talking so fast. And then the um, the scene that they're like lip syncing to what he's saying... And he was, he didn't make a cameo. Yeah. I was a little upset about that. There wasn't, I feel like, a lot of time for, like, there, there were, like, a lot of cameos, but, like. Mm-hmm. It would not have made sense to this story. Yes. So yes. I get it, but I was still a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me find a non-cameo <laughs> line that isn't also a sp- Here's something. Okay. We are we have not talked about what we thought about the movie, but I wanna I wanna say this first real quick. Sure. Okay. So we got the answer to our Marvel swearing question. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I got very excited when okay. this happened. This movie is PG 13. Mm-hmm. And they say the word dick like mm-hmm. six times in the course of two minutes. Yes. Yes, they do. So and, and then they do also say shit. A lot. Mm-hmm. And damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do, they didn't say the it. F word. So as long yeah. as the F word is what makes it an R, then I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's like, you just say it once and they're like, you're an R. Yeah. Yeah. But what do I know? I don't work for the movie association <laughs> or writing committee, whatever the hell it is. Gotcha. Yeah. But okay. Good to know. Mm hmm. So let's talk about our thoughts and then maybe we can work down our list and start getting kind of specific if we want to start getting specific. Okay. Sounds good. Um, the second thing that I wrote down was, um, it's, it's always with the something I should have told you. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go again, which like not a bad thing. It's just like. I feel like it's overplayed with so much, and it all comes back to communication. I literally, one of my thoughts I had was, like, this is just another movie showing you the importance of 
honesty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, so much could have been avoided, but then so much could have been helped. Yeah. Um, But I will say in defense, it could have been out of trauma of mm-hmm. not that that's why the person didn't want to talk about anything. And that's where it gets a little like, I don't want to push someone more than they want to. But in this case, like, yeah, fate of the world. <laughs> I mean, it's a Marvel movie. Like. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> I I agree to that to an extent, because I think there are some things like if you know someone's gone through a trauma, you don't push. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, without giving really a spoiler, knowing that family Mm-hmm. And that family's career path. Yes. And that family's tendencies. Mm-hmm. Maybe to just avoid any type of, you know, possibility of falling down that rabbit hole. You just, like, <laughs> disclose everything. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, you know, I kind of told you that I didn't I didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, but that didn't... But why? Yeah. Didn't say, like something scary like anything like it was just you know like if you open that door there might be a big bad like nothing you're just like i don't really like talking about that yeah so we're gonna not and then when you ask me questions i'm just gonna not give you an answer and not totally say don't go there but be Mm -hmm. like maybe you shouldn't like with the history of this family maybe you just speak up yeah and I think, especially in this day and age where we, we really are coming to terms with communication and honesty is a huge part of healing and mm-hmm. just being a person. I feel like we're really learning that mm-hmm. now. Like we're, we're still learning it, but we're really getting into it. Maybe we don't need to use that as a driver for all the time, plot, all the time. And I think I I very much liked this movie. I'll say Mm -hmm. that off the bat. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It felt much needed after some of the Phase 4 movies Mm -hmm. that we got. I was like, this feels good. Mm -hmm. But that was like one of the like, one of the things that kind of knocked it down a little bit for me. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's so, so played out, especially when you can see it coming. Because you can see it on the character's face that they're very clearly hiding something mm-hmm. and then they're like they start to get near that and they're like oh no but like maybe but mm, you know and you're just like anyone in the room could just be like can you just tell us what like what you know yeah. like because you can just see it on their face so it's not even like it was like a secret you would have never saw coming yeah. and that's so annoying to mm-hmm. me yeah because it could have it could have helped so much and mm-hmm. and like you said knowing that family Knowing their hobbies. <laughs> knowing their hobbies and careers. <laughs> like, quite literally, you gotta <laughs> do a very big red no-no. Yeah. Big, big no-no square. Yeah. With explanation, because if you just put up the big don't don't touch that, they're gonna touch it. They're, oh, they're gonna more <laughs> than touch it. Yeah. They're going to be like, but why can't I touch mm-hmm. it? And if you're not going to tell me, I'm going to find out for myself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. And I feel like we do have a lot of movies that are like that. So, especially in this genre. Yes. It it gets old. Mm-hmm. And, and I would like to see what would happen if they did have all the information. How would it play out? Because it could still play out in a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge, yeah, that it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. or some other way is gonna happen, um, it it would I think it would be an interesting take on a different perspective, yeah, or like how to find a driving force that isn't so and so kept a secret, especially mm-hmm. with a movie that you know, has a lot of family tones because that's something that I wrote down mm-hmm. is I really loved the father-daughter scenes yes. in this movie. Uh, there was one in particular. 
it was like kind of a fight scene, but kind of not a fight scene. And like he's trying to like teach her. Oh my gosh! Yes. During the fight, he's like, "Do this," and she's like, "I am doing this." He goes, "That doesn't look like it." <laughs> and like they're like doing that father daughter bigger, yeah. and that was any scene like that in that in this movie was very strong for me. Yeah, like I felt like their relationship really drove this movie. So mm-hmm. then to have. In other parts of the family, the secret keeping, mm-hmm. the betrayal type of stuff, like, oh, well, I didn't want to tell you, or oh, I didn't need to tell you, and oops, probably should have. It's mm-hmm. like when you have, like, that strong dynamic between, yeah. you know, Scott and Cassie, and then it's not with the rest of the family, it can kind of take you away. And it's, yeah. like, taking away, like, all the really strong points of this movie, because this is essentially a movie about family yeah. at heart. yeah. No, I think that's a really great take. And all of the father-daughter scenes, like, I want to say they didn't feel cheesy, but, like, they were a little bit cheesy because it's Paul Rudd and he will make anything, like, cheesy yes. and, like, like dad jokey and stuff like that. But it worked. And you're, yeah. like, you... I felt like they really did have, a, like, a strong bond um, mm-hmm. and good, like, relationship as actors. Mm-hmm. So um, I really did appreciate that. Um, but the dynamic between... Scott and Cassie, because he's always been very open with her. Mm-hmm. Like from from all the other movies, she knows that he's gone to prison. She knows that he's an Avenger. Yeah, like, there's n- literally like no secrets between them. Yeah, and then with the um, Pim Van Dyne family, there's nothing but secrets. Nothing but. So that and was the, a and cool they, dynamic. And they allude that they start the secrets with Cassie because mm-hmm. you know. Scott's finding out some stuff very early in the movie mm-hmm. about um, his daughter and like everyone yeah. else in the family knows. And he's like, why did no one tell me? And they're yeah. like, because well, you would have acted that way. And he's like, I'm her father. How else am I supposed And everyone yeah. else just thought it was so normal. Yeah. And then Cassie's like, oh, well, you know what? Let me tell you everything. And I'm like, that is yeah. good. Yeah. You exactly. Know? I let, yeah, I forgot about I forgot about that part. But yeah, that was that was very interesting. And of course, he's going to be like. What do you mean you didn't tell me about that? Yeah. But then they did go and they and they talked about it. So that yeah, that shows that relationship. And, it's and like, then they make they do callback jokes to it later on. Yeah. That I that would be a spoiler to get into, mm-hmm. but it's freaking hilarious mm-hmm. when they call back onto it. Mm-hmm. And I must say, the humor in this movie was Chef's Kiss <laughs> perfection. It was really good. It was not too overdone. <clears throat> not like the same note was not played over and over again. Every joke was unique. Every mm-hmm. joke flowed. Everything was things that people would actually say in that situation. Yes. Like, you know, when you like crack a humor, like crack a joke to like cut the tension. Mm-hmm. Like that's like so many of those were like, if I was in that situation, I definitely would make a smart comment yes. like that. Yeah, like it felt so genuine and it was such a relief after something like Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. That was mm-hmm. that was a, that one was a hard one to watch. Um <laughs> There were like I remember laughing in the moment, mm-hmm. but then like thinking back on it, I'm like like it was just kind of in the moment and then there were other there were other parts where I was like I'm not laughing at that cuz that's not funny. Like yeah. I don't understand what you're trying to go for here. There was there was one joke in this. <laughs> That kind of gave me Thor Love and Thunder vibes, Mm. but I think played so much better in this movie. And it was the storyline involving the holes. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) That was hilarious. I was like, that is Thor Love and Thunder cheesy, but that's how you do it right. That is how you call back a previous joke without overdoing it and doing it to perfection. And the way that the whole movie flowed was like that. Like it, it, all the callbacks were amazing. Yes. And that's kind of how the movie went. It went like you saw it in the beginning and then you saw it at the end. So it was, it was a nice mirror effect. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. I really like movies that do that. Um, I'm trying to think of, um, oh, the other, oh, you said something earlier now and that I like, I was going to say something about that and I forgot. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I'll think of it later. Um, shoot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be stuck on that. Okay. We're going to move on. Okay. Move on. I'll move on to something. I did talk. I, I did talk to Matt about this in the car on the oh way home. Oh, my gosh. 
I know, but I want you to know I have not said a word to him about the other movie. So this is, I was like, I need, it's, it's okay. because I don't, you'll know as soon as I say it, why I had to talk to him about mm-hmm. it. And it's because I don't know this area that well. Okay. Because you know me and my refusal to watch the Star Wars movies. <laughs> okay. But from the few that I was forced to watch, mm-hmm. did this movie not feel like Star Wars? Dude, I wrote down. That is the fourth thing that I wrote down. After Cheaty, exclamation point, I put giving Star Wars vibes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to say it to Emily because she watches that and I don't want to look stupid. No. And I've only seen like the first two movies. 100%. 100% because I, I don't know what it, I feel like it was the costumes mm-hmm. and um some of the setting yes but also like some of the characters because in kind of a spoiler not really a spoiler you know from the trailer that they go to the quantum realm yeah that's not a spoiler yeah so they meet people there Mm -hmm. and how the diversity within the people they Mm -hmm. meet there looked very much gave me star wars vibes yep like especially in i could i could be wrong here but this is how i remember it but (laughs) i wasn't really paying attention um in the Star Wars, where they go to like Jabba the Hutt's lair, and they have all those different people there. In the bar. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely. Exactly, exactly, what I exactly it. Exactly it. Be- oh I- my god! Look at me with Star yes. Wars. Oh my god! I'm so I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, no, I think that's when I wrote down because this it's after we see Chidi. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not say his real name. It's Chidi. Um, after we see him, that they do go to the bar, right? So then. It was like after all this stuff was like building up and then they go to the bar. I'm like, oh, my God, this is Star Wars vibes. Like there was one scene and this is not a spoiler because it was so quick. And I had to like ask Matt if I was hallucinating. But is there not a scene where a character is holding a weapon that looks suspiciously like a lightsaber or am I out of my damn mind? Um, I don't. It was with a scene. It was a scene that actually made me wrote the sound because I wrote. Giving Star Wars slash Strange World slash Dune vibes. Okay. <laughs> More Star Wars than anything, but yeah. with kind of the deserty feel, I, yes. I was also getting Dune. Yeah. But in the Star Wars movies, they have the big animals that they go and they sit in, they walk on, whatever the hell they're called. I don't know their <laughs> names. I know that they ride them. I, I don't know the names. I'm not that much of a Star Wars nerd. But they're big and they kind of look like an animal that gets ridden in this movie mm-hmm. and at the, that point okay and, and in the interaction <clears throat> to break the ice with the people from the quantum realm to get the animal to ride on they do that little thing that i'm not gonna say because it's mm-hmm. a spoiler but then after this guy lifts his arm to the sky and it looks like he's holding a freaking lightsaber and i'm like this is <laughs> star wars <laughs> Marvel has tricked me to go to a Lucasfilm movie. This is like, I, I was bamboozled. They are taking over Disney. Like, that's mostly all that's on Disney Plus. So, But like, I was like, they tricked me. Mm-hmm. They know they I did. would never watch a Star Wars mm-hmm. thing. And they said it was Marvel. And it's mm-hmm. not Marvel. This is a Star Wars movie. And you can't <laughs> convince me otherwise. In case you guys can't hear it yet. You're doing the hand. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Star Wars would bring it out, but you are doing the hand. It's the betrayal of being tricked into that's a Star it. Wars that's movie. Um, that's so funny. But I'm so glad that you picked up on that because I was getting that. It was definitely the costumes, the setting. Mm-hmm. I, I know what scene you're talking about now with that. So I, it's I mean, it's all clicking. So I'm absolutely probably did have a lightsaber like... What? I want to go watch it again to find (coughs) Ryan Vergara. Ryan Vergara. And to make sure the lightsaber was actually (laughs) real. And I wasn't just imagining it in my mind because I had already gotten so much Star Wars vibes. And I'm like, you know, if they just whipped out a lightsaber, it'd be Star Wars. And then they, I was was like, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. If anyone has seen this movie, can you confirm or deny? And if you haven't seen it, when you go and watch it, could you be on the lookout for a lightsaber and then please come? confirm and, mm-hmm. and deny yeah that i'm not absolutely bonkers but i feel like i'm right <laughs> but like you said we were getting those um those scenes beforehand so mm-hmm. it could just be your mind playing tricks on you but really what's the logical conclusion to that and it could have just been 
holding his He hand. was holding his weapon and like light hit it because it was like a yellow mm. lightsaber. So it could have mm-hmm. even just been light yep. hitting his weapon. But mm-hmm. damn if it did not look like a, a yellow lightsaber. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel so <laughs> vindicated right now. I feel I feel so seen. No. <laughs> the, like, I'm picking up the same things, too. So it wasn't just me. Because I was kind of going back and forth. Because it really, it is different with, like, the, like, when you looked up in the sky, it didn't look like it was Star Wars or anything. Because they had, like, the clouds and everything. Because mm-hmm. they're in the quantum realm. So it's, like, you know, it looked realmy. like nebula. It was very realmy. Very realmy. <laughs> so... But like, but the scenes were, you know, like the ground and the structures and everything and the costumes and it was very much. And then like traveling. I was going to say, I felt like the whole vibe of it, not just with the setting, but how the movie was done to me made it feel like Marvel and Star Wars had a baby. And again, I will preface. So don't come at me. (laughs) I've only seen the first two Star Wars, uh, I think the original two, like mm-hmm. not like so, oh, yeah. like episodes four or five, whatever. However, there the you hell go. you there got, you go. you got was it, it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my Those, god, the seventies, right? Yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You I, know more than you confidence. I don't lady, know with your Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the fact that I know it, but like I, it, the vibe because it really was like the traveling mm-hmm. and how they were traveling without giving too much away like yeah how it takes different storylines with the travel Mm -hmm. and the cuts Mm -hmm. from because you know you get like the cuts with like whatever the hell darth vader's doing (laughs) (laughs) so it's like it had like that like kind of vibe Mm -hmm. like the whole time it was like it looks like it was like edited to be Mm -hmm. a star wars movie too like just the way the pacing of the film went yeah from the the two that i half watched Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i love it because i i was kind of going back and forth i'm like is am i thinking it's star wars or am i thinking that it's actually like guardians of the galaxy but I did not get Guardians of the Galaxy. I did feel. not because, and I think part of it is because of the 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 background setting where the nebula looking realmy. Yeah. And I guess the argument for that too could be like the group setting because mm-hmm. with the Lang slash Van Dyke family, it's a big group kind of like Guardians of the mm-hmm. Galaxy, and you know. Yeah, the realm could give to that atmosphere, mm-hmm. but I felt like the tone was very, was very much more like Star Wars, but with like Marvel humor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that makes me like, <laughs> makes me mad to say I like the movie because <laughs> of my, my just pure disinterest disinterest in Star Wars. That's a good mm-hmm. way to put it. Yeah. Because I feel like if I watched it now, I would like it, but I feel like I have such bad memories of just being like forced Mm -hmm. to watch it and like it that I just like my will is like no I can't like it I can't watch it Mm -hmm. because they tried to force it on me and yeah fuck the patriarchy you know like (laughs) that but like I'm like dang if this is kind of how that movie is maybe I would like it Mm -hmm. it makes me really mad (laughs) um I will say I've seen all the movies but I haven't watched any of the TV shows for Star Wars, so can't help you out there. Kind of want to, though. Oh, my God. You're going to make a spreadsheet for it. I already know. Oh, you know I would. Because <laughs> <laughs> they keep coming out with more stuff. Just like Marvel. <sighs> so much stuff. So much stuff. But I'm working through it. I watched, like, three episodes of The Mandalorian. Does that count? Oh, yeah, that would count. I only watched it because... I didn't watch any of it. I just watched it because Baby Yoda was in it. Mm-hmm. And, like he was like breaking the internet, and I was like, I just gotta really see this. Was. I didn't watch. I don't think I. I don't remember a single thing about the storyline, <laughs> and I got really bored. And Matt's like, No, oh. I want to keep watching it. I was like, Remember all the shows that I really liked? Mm-hmm. And then you got bored, and you're mm-hmm. like, I want to finish it with you, but just like not now. And then we don't touch it for another two years. That's gonna be the show for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm using that. I'm using that card on you. Uh huh. You guys should do like a split screen or something. So you, you're in the same or like two TVs in the same room. We have five. Like we definitely yeah. could. 
Let's get back. Uh, that is everything on my list, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't write down a whole lot. No, I had a hard time with this one. I have a lot for our second episode, mm. um, but not for this one. Okay. So... So we should probably talk about the Kang in the room. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I, I had to. You it, had to. Yeah. It came. It literally came to me in the moment. And <laughs> in the spirit of Marvel and their humor, I couldn't mm. let it pass me by. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Um. There were there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot for him. He's gonna be packed. Yeah. Because of the multiverse and yeah. the importance of his characters, which is not really a spoiler because he was in the trailer mm-hmm. and his importance gets revealed at the end of Loki. Mm-hmm. So I mean I guess if you haven't seen Loki, what are you doing? Go watch Loki so you can watch Ant Man and the Lost Quantumania because you can't do one without the other. Yeah, come on, I did it. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> yesterday actually i watched loki last year so that's true you watched everything else yesterday <laughs> <laughs> the past couple of days and but, i was in and out of my haze but i was thinking i was like if he's gonna be the new big bad mm-hmm. or some variant of him is going to be the big bad mm-hmm. this actor's gonna be busy yeah like I mean, he, he said, like, he doesn't auditions who, like, he's <laughs> seriously, he, they had probably have him up until like phase seven, like mm-hmm. who freaking knows what they're going to do yeah. with the diversity that they could do with a multiverse timeline. Mm-hmm. And I will say with the, um, with the MCU right now, they're bringing people in. It's the same actors, but for the most part. I think there's only a few times that they've actually like recast people mm-hmm. and I'm like that good on you. Like and the voices and stuff too. Yeah. Even, are, are, are the same people, the same actual actors. So uh, I think in what if they just changed a couple of people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they, which is, they didn't have a choice too. Yeah. But, um, but with him, I think that, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna have a lot of work go in the future. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> And I, no, that's going to be too much of a spoiler. JK, JK, JK. But do we like the new Marvel Big Bad? What do we think that this is going to bring to to Marvel? The idea of a multiversal, all-knowing Kang. I think it's interesting um, because of all the different, we know about the multiverse, we know like that there's different variations of people and everything. So I think it'll be interesting to see how it, because he's all knowing, yeah. like because if, he can see all the timeline because he runs the timeline, runs the timelines, how they all interact. Like, are they all like vying for power? Yeah. I want to know. Mm-hmm. I think that this movie sets up what could be the tone mm-hmm. for the rest of this phase and maybe even the next, I don't know how long they're going to run the story for, but um, I think they set it up well, which is something that Marvel has been kind of needing Mm -hmm. was a big bad, but like a continuous big bad. Mm -hmm. Cause you'll have like the, like in Shane Chi, you know, the big bad and then the big bad's gone, you know, like it's a personal big bad. Yeah. You know, so there's been a lot of these people pop up and they wreak some havoc for a movie. And mm-hmm. then yes, they're, next. they're bye-bye. They're either reformed or they're defeated or they give up, you know, like, so this is, it's exciting to see something that could go so many different routes mm-hmm. because you don't know, you don't even know who he's going to affect next. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, and then with the multiverse opening up, because, I mean, just the one universe was a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot happened with just the one. But now we've got the multiverse. We've got 
infinity like number of possibilities where they could where yeah. they could stretch this. So, and then while all these people are fighting the big bad, and we see whatever universe, whatever version of King pops in. Well, yeah, so whatever version of King pops into whatever universe he feels like it, mm-hmm. and whoever he decides to affect, then we got Loki and Owen Wilson <laughs> running around behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to see where they pop up again. Yeah. Because, and are they going to pop up in the next movie, or is it going to be, like, season two of Loki, where I, we get more? I think it's season two of Loki, but I hope... That season two of Loki interweaves into some movies. Mm-hmm. Like I hope really whatever cool. goes down there, yeah, we start seeing on on the the bigger screen. Yeah, because we did see that with Wandavision yes. and Doctor Strange. Yes, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yes, there we go. Got it. Nailed it. Just watched it yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> I think. That that's really all I had. I think for some reason the Star Wars line was like tone, I guess, was really the big one for me. I think just overall I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that Marvel has really needed. Yes. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to talk about. Earlier. Yes. I yes. saw it on your face. Yes. Ooh, hit me with it. Okay. So as you know, obviously, because you were there, we go to a very small local theater. <laughs> yes. There were not that many people. No. Which was sad. Four o'clock showing. Because we, yeah, I guess we'll get busier at night, but like Mm -hmm. we still even like accounted to be there like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I looked at my clock. I was like, oh my God, you need to go. And then I forgot half of my shit. So (laughs) I had to go back (laughs) to my house and get it anyway. But I got there in uh, 10 minutes before the movie, I think. I think, yeah, I think it was about 10 minutes before. And we got in line and I was like, oh, okay, there's not a line. First I saw you two in the lobby and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, there's going to be such a long line. There really wasn't a long line. No, we were just waiting for you because we saw your car pull into the parking lot because it's that small of a place. I saw your blinker down the road. I was like, oh, Emily's here. So so we waited. Um, Because that's how small the theater we go to. I'm trying to think like maybe 25 people yeah i think that's a pretty solid I, yes because there there's some bigger groups mm-hmm. so maybe 30 yeah it at most yeah um but there was a group of four people that were sitting up they were the closest but they were like i don't know row four or five row four to the to the right <laughs> yes i know exactly who you're talking about yeah so when i think it was during the previews and i heard someone speak up during one of the previews and i go okay this can either go one of two ways this could be horrible and a black phone situation, a black phone situation where we got to get up and be like, you got to use your teacher voice on them. Oh, and I, I will bust that out <laughs> um, while also being sick. Oh, that's my favorite because the kids really respond to that. These were not kids. These were grown ass people. But anyway, <laughs> sometimes they still respond. But, you know, they didn't go the black phone route. They, they went route not. number two, which was giggling at everything everything i was giggling because they were giggling and it was so funny like at one point it literally was a giggle from a grown-ass man and i was like you're my spirit animal i love going to that's why i love going to premiere because you always wait I before do. this you always waited until like mm-hmm. second or third and matt and i we try to go first second night mm-hmm and normally we'd go to the night shows, but I knew we had a lot to record because we have a yeah. second episode after this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not going to pick the seven o'clock show, which is my preferred route. Mm-hmm. We'll go a little earlier. Because I love that experience. Yes. I love that vibe. I think Shang Chi was one of the first movies that Matt and I went to, a bigger movie that we went to after COVID mm-hmm. and when theaters started um, getting bigger. And there was just such an ambiance to it and everyone mm-hmm. was so excited because I think it was one of the first Marvel movies after except except for Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But that opened up with streaming right away. Yes. And it also was kind of um, uh, like kind of right after. Like I think the theater we go to might have opened up like two weeks before that mm-hmm. came yes. out. So, yeah. so not every theater was open. So this was like the first one. Like almost every theater is back open. And it was packed mm-hmm. and people were just like vibing and you could feel the energy and yes. it's so great and i love going to premieres like that when we went to spider-man the way home we went 
maybe the Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I worked the premiere and I heard all the cheering and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not waiting mm-hmm. another day. Oh, so yeah, we went yeah. Friday night. And that theater was probably one of the loudest. There was whooping and mm-hmm. cheering mm-hmm. all the time. When something happened, there was oohs and ahs. Yes. And, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I love that atmosphere. So even if I'm not having a good time and I hear, like, other people are having a good time, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yeah. Because the movie's doing what the movie's supposed to be doing. Which is bringing people together. Yes. And one of my favorite TikTok videos that I will go back and I'll search for and I'll rewatch whenever I'm having like a bad day and I want like to feel that good. It is a Marvel movie and it kind of changed my mind on like going to some of these premiere movies because it's um, someone took a video which of going to see Endgame, a premiere and um, <clears throat> excuse me. So it was Endgame. Okay. And it's the, I guess, spoiler. If you haven't seen, <laughs> you Endgame, seen Endgame, like, what are you doing? Again. Yeah. Um, but it's when uh, they're fighting Thanos and Captain America has Mjolnir. And they're like, everyone's like, what? I knew it. Like, they're all like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, everyone's freaking out. Like, you hear it in the video and you can't even hear what's going on on the screen anymore. People are erupting. And then you just see, you know, Captain America swinging Mjolnir and then throwing it. And then it goes to Thor and he goes, oh, I knew it. And everyone's like, ah. And it's just this like moment that brought everyone together. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, I, I, think that that's that's what you want when you go to see a movie at yes. a premiere. And a lot of the times when I've gone, it's been people dissing the movie. Mm. And I'm like, I don't care if you don't like it. Just if you're not having a good time, don't ruin it for everyone else. But if yeah. everyone's having a good time, that's what needs to feed that energy. It, it's an ecstatic experience. Mm-hmm. Like if I could go back to the premiere of No Way Home when Matt and I went, I would like I wish every movie experienced like that mm-hmm. because it was loud, but it was like a respectful like you were making it known you were enjoying it at all of the right moments. Yes. And we were joining in. We were whooping. There were, you know, No Way Home's like a little over a year old. So I guess I'm not really going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. But like, I think everyone knows. But, mm-hmm. you know. There are some scenes that get people real excited. And I know there was, like, mm-hmm. one point, like, people, like, stood up. And oh they're my gosh, just, yeah. like, hand clapping. Yeah. And Matt and I was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. It was so <laughs> fun, yeah. you know? And that, I love that type of energy mm-hmm. going to a movie. So it was really nice to to have that today. Yeah. It, even if it was just those four people. It's really all it takes. Because you really just is. know that. Because it is infectious. Like, yes. it was making you... Oh, my God. Good. I was I was trying not to laugh super loud at some of the points because, like, I was like, Emily can't know I'm enjoying this. Right? This is, this, we're supposed to be static right now. We are in critical review points. Yes. But I was, like, I was laughing. Yep. I think at one point they giggled, and then I heard you giggle. I'm like, I'm giggling. <laughs> That's my opening. She cracked first. Yes. I was like, I have to. Because it, it, was, it was just... You weren't expecting that that giggle like it was i think it was that point um the callback that you brought up earlier that we we can't spoil it i think it was that point because it was so we're all like and if more people were there that would have been a crowd moment absolutely because that was hilarious i i don't even think i giggled because of them i think i giggled because i was trying to hold it in and (laughs) i was like i can't not and, I then can't the laugh at that. and then the giggle happened. And then the giggle happened. And I like I side-eyed you and I was like, no, I can't look at her. She can't see me laughing. Right? <laughs> I think right before the movie started, like we watched all the previews and we were talking about the previews a little bit. And then um like it was starting and we're like, oh, okay, now we cannot talk. Yeah, we I was like, I'm not other. looking. No. And there was a few points I went to like go look at you and say so. I was like, no, Matt, okay. Hey. <laughs> I know. I'm like, do we need a buffer? Like, that's why I just like, I bring him. Yes. So, like, if I want to say something, I was like, I'll just go say yeah. that shit to him because yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. I did. I, I'm going to see if my brother can come to some of them. I, like, I think John Wick because it's around yes. his birthday. Yeah. I'm like, if you can come, so then I can be like, you know, whispering some things to you. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really hard sometimes because I'm like, I just want to like look over and be like, make 
make eye like or knowing like, eyes I'm just at you. genuinely enjoying it and I'm the type of person especially when I share something and I guess like I'm not sharing this because this is something we both are into and both want to go to mm-hmm. but if I'm sharing something and I'm enjoying and having a good time I look over because I want to make sure that the person that I am experienced with this is feeling the same things mm-hmm. I'm feeling so I'll go and I'll look over and you're like give me a side I like stop looking at yeah. me like stop trying to read my I'm like oh I'm sorry I'm yes, trying make- to read my mind I was like I'm sorry I just want to make sure you're happy are you yes. happy <laughs> But then I'm like, I don't want to look over because, like, I don't want whatever expression you have in your face to, like, like color my expression of what I think is going on. But I'm yeah. like, but, but yeah, that's at the same time, so like, fun. You, like, you? this experiment that yeah. we do, it's, yeah. it makes it even more, because especially the anticipation, I was like, gotta get home, gotta get to the studio, gotta mm-hmm. go, gotta go, gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, because for our next episode, it's been a couple of days and I'm very proud of us. I haven't. I'm not even getting into that. Yeah. No, we'll get into it. <laughs> so, any other thoughts? Um, I think I'll just end with, I'm really glad I caught up with what I needed to. I feel like I would have been a little bit lost. Yes. Um, so, definitely those those three, the WandaVision, um, What If, and... Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And Loki. Oh, and Loki. You didn't have to catch up on that, I didn't but have for to catch if, up I, on if that, anyone but is wondering those, what to watch, those four. Absolutely. Those four, it, as <laughs> I want to say like a recap, because that's really long recap. It's um, critical. It's just, just go find the video. watched it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, maybe watch recaps of those to get a gist of what's going on. Yeah. Or, but, or, or watch them all. Like mm-hmm. like I said, like I, I had seen everything except for a couple TV shows, but they mm-hmm. weren't important to the storyline, so I wasn't yeah. going to waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to be watched before May. I, I, I'm making this promise. I'm making this vow to all the listeners. I will have. I will be completely caught up before Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, I swear on my life. All right. You can, you can use my spreadsheet uh, <laughs> to keep track. <laughs> um, but, but overall. But overall. very enjoyable. Yes. Yes. I... Marvel needed this, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. I will say we got in the car and I was like, okay, tell me what you think, Matt. I'm not going to say what I think because I want to be fresh, but tell me what you think. And he goes, well, it wasn't a Morbius and that's all I really ask for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That is that is a Marvel movie, right? Um, Sony. Oh, Sony. Yeah, okay. But like uh, the Spider-Man Sony-verse. So Spider-Man, Venom, mm-hmm. Morbius. But I, they're not, they haven't connected to like an MCU project as of yet. Or ever. Um, <laughs> Probably <laughs> never for Morbius. Sorry. Because <laughs> um, I did add like the Tom Holland, because of course he plays a huge role in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I added his, but I wasn't able to watch. I was like, I did want to watch Far From Home again. Mm. Um, cause it's been a while, but it's not available on Disney. So I was like, oh, you know what? I, I remember those cause I did go see the Tom yeah. Holland ones because my cousin loves Tom Holland. So yeah. we went to go see all the Spider-Man movies, even when I wasn't really watching Marvel. We yeah. went and watched those. So on a rating of one out of five or one out of 10, however you want to do your rating scale, mm. what would you rate Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? I am going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. I think that's where my head was at. Maybe like a 4.25 because I feel like I tend to dislike them more on a rewatch. So I'm just anticipating that drop. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's valid. But but no, it's it's a strong contender. Mm -hmm. I also don't get fives out a lot. So, you know, I got to make my scale longer. Mm hmm. But no, it was it was a good movie. It was a recommendation from me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, go watch this. Um, it's it's very good with the uh, with the, sh- the strong family dynamics going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really pretty to see too. I thought it's, the colors. Oh yes, were I did really write good. that down somewhere. I think, <laughs> or I meant to write it down. Yeah, very pretty cinematography. Very, yeah, yeah, very aesthetically pleasing and stuff. Um, and then I loved all the costumes. Michelle Pfeiffer was amazing. Always, because I was gonna bring up like, oh, like let's talk about strong performances. But everyone, everyone was so good in it because they just they know these roles. They do absolutely. Um, and at one point, 
she's just she's just a kick-ass actor like mm-hmm. she did a, such a phenomenal job um even though you know at some points you're like oh my god why why are you doing this but like yeah she, she did she, that's her act her character so she did fantastic i agree i agree i think we talked about everything that we could talk about without getting into spoilers mm-hmm. um so i'm just going to say before we get into our normal wrap-up that it is never too late to stop being a dick. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say that. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, loved it. Loved it, loved it. So I think I think that's all from us. Mm-hmm. I think we did it. I think we did. Remember to become a Box Office Club member to like, subscribe, review, and reach out to us at boxofficeclubpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. What did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? If you've seen it, let us know. Stay safe, support your local theaters, tell us your thoughts on this week's box office stories, and we'll see you next time with another segment of The The Box Box Office Office Club. Club.